In this episode, I want to focus on how you can actually figure out what your passions are, what your hobbies are, and how you can turn that side hustle into your main hustle. Sometimes we're doing jobs that we don't really like and we're always constantly trying to feed our own souls, our purpose in life. And so what I want to show you is a step-by-step guide, a strategy or a few tactics that I've used for myself to get to the position I'm in now where I get to love, you know, waking up in the morning and doing what I, you know, really enjoy. So in this episode, I'm going to break it down for you guys and the gains here are not just from a financial point of view. I want to deep dive into how this can really link up and upgrade your life from an emotional and mental perspective too. If you're interested, keep listening. Hey guys, my name's Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button on YouTube. If you're listening to me on the audio format, which I drop onto a podcast platform a week later after the YouTube video, then definitely subscribe, follow the channel and of course, leave me a review. Now, in this video, I just want to keep it really simple. There is so many people, obviously I'm doing strategy sessions almost every day and there are so many people that come to me and sort of say, well, look, Ravi, it's easy for people that already have a side hustle or they've got a business what they're passionate about, but I don't even know how to figure this out. So that's what I want to just deep dive into and keep it really simple. We're doing things that we don't really like sometimes with work and so why not try and figure out a hobby or a passion business that we can do that one, not only, you know, fulfills us internally, gives us a purpose in life, but also we can monetize and we can use that to then build our machine, which could be, you know, investments, active investments that become passive. And that's ideally the lifestyle that we really want to attain. That is financial freedom. So let's use my example. Obviously, I can, you know, draw back on my experiences. And so I did the traditional stuff. I went to school, got good grades, then went to university, did well there to get a grad job or at least a job full-time out of university. And that's where it all changed. So we take a few steps back, right? Where I never really had a break. I went through schooling and then literally the day after my formal, I was starting my first job at Maya. And after a few years, obviously working retail, working full-time while I was at uni, I then found myself getting a grad position at Mars Chocolate, which I've spoken about on this channel before. And then what happened was I got into full-time work. What I realized very, very quickly was I didn't think this was for me. I enjoyed, you know, chocolate and uh, I really enjoyed the people I was working with, but I realized that there was something that was missing. It wasn't, you know, my greater sense of purpose. And of course, you know, you're 21, 22, what do you know, right? So obviously I knew that after seeing some of the older people in the teams, talking to them, understanding their experiences, I realized this probably wasn't going to sit well with me. Now, a lot of people also feel the same way. You may be listening to this and saying, well, that feels very familiar to me. The only difference is that I knew I needed to build out a machine of active investments, right, which would then help me give the confidence to me to actually go and pursue my passion businesses or pursue my hobbies that could turn later into, um, you know, a monetized business. So that was the difference. People aren't focusing on that. We sort of go through our 20s and want to travel and do all these other things, which is fine because I did that as well. But you're not willing to put in the hard work. Sometimes it's not even about hard work. 
It's about knowing what's possible and how it's possible. So let's just break it down into a few steps uh, in this guide, I suppose. Um, just a few of the tactics I've used that have really helped me uh, go from you know, a career that I didn't really like to then tasting so many different things to now be in a position where I get to not only find the, you know, the best version of me every morning, but also in that provides me a purpose to actually go out there and educate you guys as well. Now, before I continue, one of the biggest things that I found had helped me along this journey was networking and the people I was talking to. So, if you don't have those sort of people in your life, then you need to join a community. The Patreon community is where we are talking on a daily basis about these sort of things. So, not just side hustles, not passion businesses, not just finances, but more emotionally as well, how you can set yourself up we find ourselves not having the right people around us and that means less time we're spending on these conversations which means, hey, it could be a week before you see this video or it could be a week before you hear this podcast and then decide, oh, I better pay attention only for two days later, priorities to get in the way. So, join the Patreon community. There's a link in the description below. Now, the simple logic is if you hate what you do, change it, right? And I've said this before, make shit happen or shit happens to you. So, drawing on that sort of logic, let's figure out how in the next 24 to 36 months, you can position yourself for success, not just from a point of view of buying real estate or buying crypto. It's going, how do I go into work or you know, working from home, which is pretty much what most people are doing, is how do I do that every morning, get up with that energy, okay? So, my stage one, step one is figure out what you like. Wow, okay, <laughs> uh, seems pretty easy. But I'm going to give you some practical stuff here. Listen, you need to figure out what you would do if you didn't get paid for it. And this is how I started. I literally sat there on my bed one day and I'm like, okay, I need to figure this out and I need to figure it out quickly because I can't go back to work on Monday. So, I sat there and I said, okay, if I was completely rich, didn't have to work another day in my life for money, what would I do? And generally, if you sit there and you go, well, what do I do in my spare time? You know, when I want to enjoy something, what am I doing? Write those things down. As silly as they sound, like, you know, things like going for a walk, I really enjoy that, I'll do it for free. Or watching Netflix, I'd love to do that for free. So, really just compile a list of things that you actually enjoy. Now, I'm saying genuinely enjoy, not, oh, well, that sounds like it could make me money. No, no, forget about that. That comes later. Right now, all you need to do is figure out what you like and what you don't like. So, your hobbies and your passions, okay? Once you write those down, now go and leverage the experiences of others who have been successful in that sort of arena. So, for example, if you are listening to me and I, I do YouTube full-time now and my salary from YouTube and the affiliates that I receive and whatnot, everything associated with YouTube, I make more now than I did from my first full-time job, right? Now, it's taken a few years and whatnot, but that's just to give you an example that monetization comes later. Right now, we're just focusing on what we like and what we don't like. Leverage from the people that have done well and have gone and pursued something they enjoy to now be you know, successful. So, read books, watch YouTube videos. Now, I'm not saying watch them and read as if you're just passively you know, taking it all in. You might be listening to this while going for a walk or whatnot. I want you to sit there and make some notes. This is how we're going to get from listening to actioning things. It's the difference, right? It's the execution that matters, not the ideas. So, sit there, create a list and then research other people that are successful. That's step one, right? So, we're keeping it very simple. Now, if we go into step two, 
we've now got a list of things that we enjoy or we think we enjoy and we would do for the rest of our lives if we didn't get paid another dollar and it didn't matter because we're already rich. We're already financially independent and that's how we need to really go through this process thinking like this. Otherwise, your brain is going to snap back and I know this for a fact because I was doing it for so many years is it snaps back to a point where you say, but no one's going to pay me for this. Why, why would anyone pay me to do this shit? Um, you know, it, it seems fun, but I, I don't think there's a market out there. There is always a market. We just need to adapt certain things in order to get there. But when we start thinking about day 100, when we haven't completed day two, that's when the you know issues occur. So stage two, taste, taste everything. Now, this is where we go and look at that list and say, okay, let me go and give this a go. Let me go and execute by say, you know, if, if you wanted to go and watch Netflix, let's say for instance, and you really enjoy watching thriller or psychological thriller movies. Okay, so my next step would be, let me go and do that and then figure out what aspect I like. So it could be that I really enjoy dissecting, you know, how the, the storyline or the plot actually eventuates. And, you know, maybe there's a, there's a portion there where I enjoy guessing what's going to happen next. Could I monetize that? Well, we're not asking that question yet. All we're doing is, hey, I want to actually do it and do it enough times to figure out if I genuinely enjoy it or it's just something that's an escape for me. So let's just go with this, um, you know, example. And you go out there and you watch psychological thriller movies and you're like, hey, hey, cool, I really enjoy this. Write down some notes about the movie and whatnot. Okay, so great. Now what happens? Well, we now know there are certain things on that list that we've gone hey, I really enjoy this and I can do this day in, day out. And then there's other things that you said, oh, I I enjoy it, but I couldn't do this every day. That could be your escape. That could be your weekend thing. So now we're crossing out all those things off that list. Now, I assume you're listening to this and you're making notes or at least bookmarking what parts I'm talking about or you're going to revisit this because this process isn't just going to happen after like 20 minutes of listening to me. You're going to go, oh, I exactly know what I'm going to do. It's going to take some time and I want you to be patient with it. To draw back on my experience, I tasted for about four to five years, right? It wasn't up until I really figured out what I wanted until I was probably like, you went from 22 to about 27, 28, right? 27 is pretty much where it started cutting off where I was like, okay, now I know what my purpose is. So, and this stage is the equivalent of you reading up about how to become an athlete or reading up about how to become a bodybuilder, but not actually going in and executing, going out there and actually doing anything. So unless you're gonna go out there and do something, you're not actually gonna execute and feel what it feels like. And that's where, you know, learning on the job is so much better than just, you know, textbooks. As a side note, if you're out there and you've done a bachelor's degree and then you go out and do a master's, this is the problem, right? And then you realize you might not be able to find a job. It's because we have too much in terms of textbook knowledge, but we don't have enough learning on the job. I know for a fact that, you know, I've hired people in my company as well. And I would much rather have someone who's got work experience who actually has those skills that they can transfer across from their jobs rather than saying, hey, look, I've got three bachelor's degrees, two master's degrees and a PhD. I don't care. right? And I think a lot more companies are now realizing the ease at which people can get bachelor's degrees, the ease at which they can go to uni, get a postgraduate degree as well. And that's why it's not as attractive anymore. So that's a side note is if you're using that as an excuse for you not going out into the workplace, start making some income, which then in turn leads to building your asset base and machine 
then that doesn't really fly anymore in 2021, 2022, whenever you're listening to this. So stage three is do it for a few weeks and be freaking patient. This is something where, you know, I see it quite often, whether it's real estate, crypto or investing, people are now looking for quick fixes because they don't enjoy what they do. As we get more frustrated, and you might be in this boat, where you're getting frustrated from doing what you're doing and then you suddenly see other people that have escaped, they, they won the lottery or they picked a crypto that's actually gone to the moon and there's people out there that are actually getting financial freedom a lot quicker than you are and you sort of view it as, you know, I guess this is just luck. You know, I feel bad about my situation. I feel shitty. So what that does is that frustration leads to this emotional place where you start going and looking for quick fixes. That sort of mindset is what causes people to lose the, I guess, the patience in building up something that takes time. You're effectively going, I don't want to work for 40 years, but I want a quick fix that gets there in a month. Like it doesn't make sense, right? You're not trading out 40 years or 30 years of working life out of one month. What you're really doing is how do I trade out two years of my time so that I can get back 38 or that I can get back 28? This is what we need to figure out is be patient because it could take us six months, could take us 12 months before we actually get to a point where we're like, hey, I really enjoy this and I can see how I can monetize this. Right now, you're being patient. What I want you to do is focus on your day job, right? Because without that, we can't build the machine and we're going to get to that. You know, whether that's real estate, ETFs, whatever it is, we're going to get to building out the machine. Right now, we're going, well, I need to keep my job. So that might be nine to five. What am I doing outside of those hours? Is it two hours a day? Is it three hours a day? What am I doing on the weekends, right? Is it two hours a day, three hours a day? Maybe you can do more on the weekends, right? And so you figure this out, you go and be patient and write down those thoughts. Really journal the process. And that goes into stage four, which is try again and again and again and journal the whole process. Document everything. I'm talking about the highs of the day, the lows of the day. And, you know, this is not something I read in a book and thought, hey, this was a good idea. I literally got the ideas, made them my own because I knew this felt right to me. I was sitting there and I'm saying, well, why aren't I supposed to document this? Like, am I not meant to show people that I'm failing? Am I not meant to show and, you know, showcase that, hey, I'm not doing so great? in my business or in my brand or, you know, I tried something and it failed. And I've been very transparent about that over the, you know, last few years when I was going through, you know, whether it was DJing, whether it was, you know, wedding photography and videography, whether it was running nightclub events, it was almost difficult to just hide those things because it was so public. But what I'm saying for you as well is document the process for yourself. Now, whether that's public, you know, if you're starting up a YouTube channel, it's so public, right? Everyone knows about it. So if you're not getting the views, people are going to go, oh, okay, that guy failed. At the end of the day, you're not failing. You're just learning something new. You're learning a new skill. And if you, you know, I guess go out there and you try out three or four different things, don't think that the three or four different things are going to be the thing that you end up with. It's like dating, right? Um, I'm giving dating advice on a personal finance channel. Um, But here's how I look at dating, right? Is you're going out there, you're experiencing new things with new people. You're trying to figure out what works, what doesn't work, what do you like, what you don't like, and you learn a lot about yourself in the process. But if you don't go and document those things, or at least, you know, reflect back on what you did wrong, what you did right, and what was, you know, a good thing for you, what wasn't a good thing for you, like health-wise, then you're not going to really progress and find the right person because, 
And that's not just find the right partner, it's find the right person internally as well. So you're doing both things at once and you're going, okay, I'm going through the process, but I'm also documenting and learning. If you continue learning and you continue this process, it means you can adapt. And I've said in previous videos and on the podcast, adapt or die. If you are not adapting and learning continuously, I don't care if you don't know what your hobbies are. Spend time figuring out what your hobbies are. It's not that hard. It's what we do is we we build this taboo sort of barrier to entry and we go, oh no, it's too difficult. Or if I actually go and figure out what I like, I won't be able to monetize it. I don't know how to do it. Is we, we are basically quitting before we even start. And so that's something that I want you to just go and push into that boundary because I know I did it and it felt scary as shit. But you know what? Out of that, three, four, five years later, I can now do what I want to do when I want to do it. Now, keep in mind, while we're doing all this, it's not like we're doing it, you know, nine to five, Monday to Friday. No, no, no. We still need the salary and we we need that to power up our active investments, right? So, what I want you to focus on is, yes, I still need to get the job done. But after that, when you're switching off, it might be that, hey, it's one less, you know, Instagram conversation or it's one less video on YouTube or one less Netflix episode and I'm focusing on, hey, I need to actively pay attention to what I like, what I don't like and start building out this side hustle business. Now, stage five uh, is really now figuring out, you've, you've been doing this for a while, is how do we monetize this? We are living in such a unique time, so much opportunity and yet people are still complaining about dumb shit. Uh, it just blows my mind. You know, I can't stand being on Instagram for too long. Like apart from me running this and you know, posting a few times to give you guys updates, I literally cannot stand Instagram. People are complaining about the dumbest shit ever and then they're hypocritical like two weeks later doing the complete opposite of what they were saying and preaching out. So, I don't really like it. You know, that's why I don't really follow many people. I don't sit there and like comments or anything like that, right? Um, Or pictures and whatnot. So, instead, I want you to go out there and figure out how do I monetize something I really love? This is what we're using our time productively for. It's the same way as, you know, when you're getting into real estate, is that do you go out there and buy an unproductive asset emotionally or are we going out there and using productive debt to build our wealth? That's the same thing as what we're talking about here, is if you go out there and emotionally think about what other people are going to think about you and judge you, you'll never start doing your side hustle or doing your hobby because you internally are going to tell yourself, oh, this is a stupid idea. <laughs> like Nobody cares what I think. Well, you know what? You've got to put it out there enough for people to you know, sort of figure out if they like you or not. If they like you and they like your content, well, they'll keep listening. It's similar to this you know, channel. I was at a point where I literally had a uh, basically a, a memory that came up through Facebook. And what, a year ago, I was sitting on like 250 subs, right? Now we're sitting on past 15,000 on YouTube. But when I started, I was like, who is going to listen to me for 20 minutes talk about Australian real estate and finance? Because this shit is boring for a lot of people. I know because there's people around me in my own life that are like, Ravi, shut up. Like, I don't want to hear this anymore. So, the fact that we've now built this community together is amazing. And, you know, liking the videos, sharing the videos with loved ones goes a long way into big, you know, into creating a community that actually wants to go out there and do shit they like. Because my whole mentality with, you know, investing in real estate and investing in general is invest because then you're able to go out there and do something you love. 
if you're doing something you love for 40 hours a week, I guarantee you that over the weekend, you're going to be putting yourself out there in the best possible light because for five days, you've just done something you love that's given you more energy versus you going to a job you don't like, talking to people you don't like at work, getting told by a boss something you don't like. What do you think is going to happen on the weekend? You got all this negative shit built up in your head and you're going, oh, now it's just unload onto whoever it is. And it's unfortunate because now you're losing the two days because of the five days. I'm saying bring back the five days by putting in the work in the two days because then you bring back in total, you're bringing back seven days. So how are we going to monetize this? The unique opportunity is we've got the internet at the palm of our hands, right? Through our phones and we're using it for dumb shit is how do we go out there and figure out, hey, can I monetize this? How do I monetize this? And YouTube being free, right? In terms of the resource available, there is so much content out there that you can just continuously go down that path, make notes, learn and leverage what other people are doing. Figure out, hey, how do I do this on YouTube? How do I build this up? Now, the strategy sessions I have are not just for finance and for real estate. It's everything. If you want to chat about, hey, I want to go from my side hustle to my main hustle, then you can book a strategy session. There's a link in the description below and that's what we can talk about. There's new sessions coming out every two to three weeks and if it's not available, it means it's booked out because it usually books out like two days after release. So, if you're you know new to the channel or listening to me for the first time, the strategy sessions are amazing. 45 minutes, we get to sit there, we chat about everything that you want to chat about, right? And get some guidance and clarity. I can guide you through that process, share my experiences and then walk you through that process. But if you want to know exactly when I drop those, I drop that before on Patreon, 24 hours before I give it out to the public. And uh, that's generally why it gets sold out so quickly. Now it gets to the point where you've been doing this, right? You you're really building out this, you know, machine or uh, I guess the passion business. Now you've got to focus on the real, you know, asset machine. And how do you do this? Well, you need to know how to use debt. You need to know how to leverage because if you're not going to be able to leverage in this environment, you're falling behind. That's why I like real estate. It's the only place I can safely leverage against, you know, a house or Australian real estate, which has such a long history of good performance. Now, a lot of people may jump into the comment section and go, oh, no, well, I don't want to get into like three, 400K worth of debt. Like, this is stupid. What happens when interest rates go up? That might be the two seconds you've listened to me and now you've made that opinion. Just spend some time getting educated. Why are interest rates going to go up? In order for us to go and just Keep this in mind. In order for us to go from a cash rate of 0.1% to 1%, it would have to 10x when in fact, in the last 10 years, we haven't seen an increase in our interest rates. So just think about that before you go, well, oh no, well, interest rates are going to go to 15, 20% like they did, you know, 30 years ago. 30 years ago, we didn't have half the shit that they were doing right now. So just logically look and think about what you were saying because at the end of the day, like I read some of the comments and I'm like, you must have only been here for 30 seconds because this seems dumb, right? And so I leave those out because I'm not in the business of spreading negativity. I want those people that really want to succeed, ask me a productive question. I'm happy to help. But if you're going to shit on me and shit on everyone else in the comment section in the community, well, you're not really helping anyone. You're just spreading more negativity and people don't like that. That's not attractive. That's why they're not talking to you, right? And so, um, once we've monetized or thinking about monetizing our side passion business, now we've got some energy. We go into work. We're like, 
I have a purpose. The purpose of me going to job, right, that I don't really like is because now the money I make will fuel my machine, which is build up my asset base. Is it three properties? Is it four properties? Is it ETFs? Is it crypto? That's for you to decide. That's for you to figure out. And obviously on my channel, I cover a lot of things. So you can, you know, go through that, figure it out. But if you build out that machine and let's say, you know, for argument's sake, you go out there and build a foundational property portfolio, you go out there and you've got, say, four properties, each worth 300K. That's, a you know, $1.2 million, right? One more, $1.2 million worth of assets giving you a return, you know, if it's growing at even 5%, that's $60,000 worth of equity growing every single year and it compounds. Now from your day job, you're not really concerned about saving money because you're like, I built the machine already and I managed to do that in two years. Well, you know what happens in two years? If I've spent enough time documenting, learning, adapting and figuring out what my side hustle is going to be, now in two years, it could possibly be my main hustle where I maybe make $30,000 a year. Well, you know what? I don't need to save 30 extra thousand because my machine is saving 60,000 in equity every single year because I bought well. I now can focus on the 30,000, take care of my main expenses and a little bit for the business. I'm now growing and nurturing the business up. So now you can see how the advantage of having investments, having that portfolio allows you more choice when in fact, most people are not doing this because they're like, I'm scared because it takes away choices. It causes more stress in my life, but in fact, it doesn't. So all in all, you can really see how the importance of the machine that you build with the investment portfolio is going to allow you more choice in building out your side hustle business. That side hustle business doesn't need to be taking and substituting what you're making right now at your nine to five job because I can guarantee you that if you start enjoying this a lot more, you enjoy life a lot more. Once you enjoy life a lot more, you have more energy to think about new ideas and the new ideas will then lead to this business growing and growing and growing. And eventually, if you give it time and be patient, it's going to then substitute the income you used to make before and then 2x, 3x, 4x, whatever you wanted to do, uh, it will be able to do that. The one thing that I want you to really take away from this conversation is that don't start up the side hustle with the thought in mind that I need to monetize, make money as quick as possible. Until I do that, it's a failure. Don't think about it that way because you could still learn skills that are transferable from here into a job, into your next you know, promotion, whatever that may be that can still do that. And if you then build out your investment portfolio, you won't be operating this passion business purely for a money or a you know financial gain. You're gonna focus on the right things, build brand, build it long-term, and then eventually you'll get the returns and you've got the machine, you've got both machines working, you're happier in life, more people are happier, the community is happier as well, and we eventually then have more productive conversations with each other. So that's it from my end. I uh, hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you really have, subscribe to the channel on YouTube. I release more content on there every single week. If you're listening to this um, you know, on the podcast, uh, then definitely leave me a review. And guys, the biggest thing here is just creating a community of people that really want to get shit done, right? Uh, stop making excuses. There is such a wonderful opportunity that we have right now. I really hope that you take some energy away from this conversation, this episode, and uh, you do something productive about it. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.